Welcome back. <laughs> okay, you know what? Screw it. Welcome back to Limitless Latina, a podcast that debunks stereotypes, unpacks traumas, and empowers those in our community. I'm Valerie Razo. And I'm Estefania Cano. And this is Limitless, Limitless Latina. Latina. I just want to say this is not the first time we try to create this freaking episode. Honestly thought we had a lot more to say about feminism, but we don't have that as much as we thought. It's just, this is one of those topics where it could go on if you have the right tood to go with it. And my tood is just not there right now. Right now, I'm not really worried about my rights. I'm just worried about getting through today. Meanwhile, I am just thinking about how I really need to change my ADHD meds because I feel like I've lost my personality. But I feel like that can be a feminist issue, mainly because... I feel like my ADHD diagnosis is very similar to like when doctors don't believe women when they come to them talking about their pain or whatever. Like there's there's actually research studies about that, how women are less believed because of social stigmas. So to give you a little bit of background on me, two years ago, I really hit a wall while I was studying in college. And prior to that, I had always been a pretty good student. I was never number one because I was honestly never interested in putting that much effort into school. Besides, with being a pretty good student, I still got mostly A's and some B's. I managed to get into the best school in my state. I managed to get a good scholarship. So I was doing pretty well without having to try super hard. So since I hit this wall and I really needed to get going on studying, I decided to like look up what was going on. And that's when I ended up learning that women go undiagnosed with ADHD for much longer periods of time because it first of all it shows differently in little girls than it does in little boys and second of all there's a social stigma that you know girls have to behave and when boys don't behave they just they're just full of energy and that's more socially acceptable and whatnot and the funniest part is is that my friends had always joked that i had adhd because like i couldn't focus i couldn't sit still and i like to finish people's sentences because i'm just like oh you probably need help figuring out the word and i'm pretty good at figuring out what people are gonna say anyways I decide that I want to get this fixed and checked for sure, so I go to the doctor. The doctor's asking me what's going on. I'm like, yeah, I can't focus. I don't have motivation. I don't know what's going on. And he's like, "Mm mm-hmm. No, it just sounds like you're depressed and have anxiety. And I'm just like, are you sure? Because, like, I I really can't focus. So this is where it gets funny because he decides to finally screen me. And this was his screening. What's your GPA? I was like, "Uh, I think it's like a 3.7. He's like, yeah, no, you can't have ADHD and a high GPA. Sorry. Really? Yes! No, a woman with a high GPA and ADHD? No, never heard of never heard of that. What is that? I'm a high-functioning ADHD person. Imagine what your GPA would have been if you were could actually focus. I know! That's what you should have told the doctor. Yeah, now that I think about it, I could have. Actually, no, I don't know what I could have done. I think, though, now that I'm, now that we're kind of going through this route, maybe we can just completely shift to a different topic. Okay. Let's just impromptu talk because... I feel like these kinds of topics, they need to come to you. Like the second wave feminism, it came to us at that point, but at this point, it's not here. The wave is just not hitting. And so maybe we can just put a pin on that wave and go into a different wave. What wave are we on then? What wavelength are we on? Let's start thinking about what's going on in the world right now and how that's impacting us. I mean, we kind of talked about ChatGPT a little bit. Ooh, I love ChatGPT. And I think that it's a really interesting topic. And I know it's kind of becoming this mainstream thing because literally you can Google it and several articles will pop up and everyone and their mother wants to talk about it. So I asked one of my friends who is going to grad school in like a big 
Washington, D.C. school. And so I asked her thoughts on ChatGBT, and she said, not a fan. I hate AI. I don't trust the people that program those bad boys. And I told her, oh, joke's on them, because AI is learning to code, and it's going to take their jobs as well as ours. So if we go down, at least the STEM kids go down with us. Wait, but let's dive deep a little bit on what she said. She said she doesn't trust the people who are behind the AI. Why doesn't she trust them? I didn't ask. Put it on speed dial right now. We got to know. <laughs> Yo, let's actually try that. No! She didn't know. She's busy. She's probably busy. Oh, there she is. Oh. <laughs> hey, are you busy? No, not at all. Okay, perfect timing. Okay, so I'm actually recording a podcast episode right now. And, yeah, and we're talking about chat GBT, and I was talking about how I texted you about it, and you're like, you, I don't trust those programmers, so. Yes, I don't. I stand by my statement. All right, could you elaborate why you don't trust the people who program that? Yes, so, like all things human-made, everything has some type of bias. If you are created by something that has a bias, you are inherently going to have a bias. Mm-hmm. Therefore... The bros that are advocating for chat GPT are mainly men, yes. particularly privileged white men. Therefore, it is artificial intelligence, but said artificial intelligence is created by men who have these implicit biases that sometimes they don't even recognize, but they're very much there. And they are programming that into the AI. Because the system is created by people with these biases, it cannot be infallible. It has to have a certain level of fallibility because the creators themselves are fallible. Yeah, I mean, just look at our government, how systemically racist and sexist it is. So, <laughs> and, and once again, who wasn't straight white men? Rich white men, too. Right? Privileged men, exactly. So, if you take all of this together, it's like we're once again creating something that is supposed to be the all be all of everything. But you're not taking into consideration the fact that it's only coming from one source. Mm -hmm. There is no diversity. And it's just one perspective, once again, being perpetrated in the name of, I don't know. Innovation. the slate and removing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Whatever, innovation or just some creating something new. Beautiful. Yeah. Girlie, you're hitting the nail in the coffin. Yeah, you did. (laughs) All right, bestie, bye. I see where she's coming from because they... They also have a lot of this bias going on when we talk about automated cars, Mm -hmm. mostly because I don't know if you ever heard that there was a car that they were testing and it didn't stop for an African-American. I'm not surprised. So essentially, it was kind of this gateway when, when you start thinking, oh, robots can become racist. Robots can be prejudiced. Like robots can have their own preconceived notions based on who creates them Mm -hmm. but at the same time we can't also just assume that everyone creating this chat gpt is a white male yes predominantly yes they are white males because most engineers are that way also we have to think about different people who are part of it it's a lot of different countries who are also creating different kinds of chat gpt versions as well Mm-hmm. like Bloom, which is something that the French government is funding. And it's basically trying to find the most ethical way and also have a more diverse talent pool of engineers. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we can't assume that it's completely biased because we don't know who the faces of the programmers that are exactly. back there. But then again, if we pull up at least the Latina statistics from our last conversation, I did say that less than 1% of engineers are Latina. Yeah, And while I'm Willing to bet that maybe for, like, other people of color it's slightly higher. I don't think the voices 
or opinions of these people really dominate, which is why I do agree a lot more with Nicole's perspective. No, I agree with her perspective. I just don't think we should generalize yeah. that. Okay. Does yeah. that make sense? We shouldn't just say, oh, yeah, it's all by, it's all made by white males, and so that's going to be horrible. Like, it is a little bit frightening of the power that it has and how people can use it. Every single system we have has been skewed and has been, as you said, systematically Yeah, systemically biased. Since the beginning of time. And still will be. Regardless of what we do. This is why we need feminism. And this is why we need to talk about feminism. Because at least intersectional feminism, which arose because of, like, the second wave of feminism, it's about not just amplifying the voices of white women. It's about amplifying the voices of women from different... yeah, Yeah, all women. Different colors, races, social classes, cultural backgrounds. And that's ultimately what we need to make this AI more humane yeah i would say definitely more open-minded because if not it's going to be very narrow-minded which is why people are afraid of the consequences it could bring to the culture we already currently have and to even language itself because a lot of words were created based on different cultures if you really think about it for example even if it's just slang when we think about bougie came from probably twitter Right, but what what did it actually come from? I don't know. Like the French, yeah, I just don't know how to pronounce it, but bourgeois. Oh, bourgeoisie. Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I mean, that makes sense. Anyways, the point here is that language gets changed based off of diversity and experience. That's something to keep in mind. I will say, which is insane, is the power of digital communications because since ChatGPT has gone viral, it almost has about the same amount of TikTok followers. Are you serious? Yeah, I just saw it on the news. It says ChatGPT user base is growing faster than TikTok. And I also think it's kind of interesting how many people in the marketing world are are kind of afraid of losing their jobs because of ChatGPT. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm really tired of reading all LinkedIn blog posts being about oh, ChatGPT is not going to take your job or ChatGPT is going to take your job or yeah. blah, 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 blah. Ultimately, I think it's a tool. It mm. If you just got to ask it the right questions mm-hmm. and you got to be really specific in your right questions for it to be a tool. Because like you said earlier, when we when we asked it to do 10 different Instagram captions, it was vanilla, but it's a good base. I'm trying to write a blog and I wasn't too sure how to articulate a certain thing. So I just told it, you know, write a whole essay about xyz topic and i'm not i'm not plagiarizing i promise you if you're reading my blog i'm not plagiarizing (laughs) i'm not even using that rephrasing ai (laughs) website although students you know what to do maybe you should talk about that what the whole story how it all started okay we'll get to that we're gonna we're gonna put a little pin on that i think it's a great tool mostly if you're working in a very small department Mm -hmm. where you are having to be an agency in one person, yeah, it's super helpful. Based off that, I could write a caption. I could have something, write the base of an article. I think it's awesome because now I have the time to create content at the speed of light. And also, I, I don't have to worry about building the base because it's already done the hard work for me. I just have to make sure that my voice isn't lost. Which is very much an important part of marketing. It's the human aspect. And AI no matter how advanced, at least not in our lifetime, it will never be 
human. It can be human-like, but it's not human. And yeah. I, that's at the heart of every marketing campaign. It's about reaching the human Yeah, it's about experience. knowing who you're talking to and making sure they resonate with what you're saying. Yeah. So at the, at the heart of it, we understand, you know, it's a great tool to build a box. But at the end of the day, if you don't paint it and put a ribbon on it, then it's not going to be a present. Now, even though me and Estefania are very pro ChatGPT. Yeah, for real. I'm going to buy a shirt. <laughs> we do not advocate for especially students using it to write their essay. Yeah, don't be a plagiarizer. We don't want those people around. I mean, I feel bad for them in general. If they are basically relying on ChatGPT to write their essay, I don't even, I want them to get a zero because of lack of creativity. But if you are going to plagiarize... <laughs> Not that I'm advocating for it. I'm just being... I'm just going to give you the tools. I'm just, I'm just being a homie, all right? I, I, listen, I did not cheat in college, but I know everyone cheats. We need to tell our cheating story. I feel like this is the time. Well, what is Have you ever story? cheated in general? I mean, I asked my friends for homework answers. That's considered cheating. Sort of, yeah, I guess. Dang. Is that's that like really low, all you did? That's low-end cheating. Is that all you've done? Yeah. Like, <laughs> Of course you wouldn't cheat, cheat. Some of us don't need to cheat. That's true. I could see that. You're so smart, you probably wouldn't. You probably had people cheat off of you. I've gone to toss both sides of the coin and experience them. You definitely got a head, but you also got the tail. <laughs> Literally. Literally. Oh my gosh. I will never forget. It was second grade. And the, the worst part about it, I actually, it was a spelling test and I actually did study for that. And I knew how to spell the words, but I just wanted to be bad. So then, of course, my teacher says she wants to talk to me because she found out I was cheating. Mm-hmm. I don't know why in my head I thought it would be okay to put the spelling test list in the middle of my pants. And <laughs> And that it wouldn't fall. This little chubby second grade Estefania is like getting asked to go talk in the hallway. Her walk is literally at so slow, like times three slow-mo because she doesn't want her spelling test to fall out. And the spelling and listen, and the spelling test falls. I understand why you need to cheat. Falls right out of her butt. Like like it's literally like falling from like the, the the pants from the backside. That's too funny. And it like drops, you know, and it's like poof. and the teacher just like looks at it, picks it up, and goes, That's exactly what I wanted to talk about. If you're gonna cheat in college, I hope you're not putting your spelling tests in between your legs like Fanny did. I just can't get over my memory. It's so it's so jarring. Listen, to avoid a multi-decade trauma, I want all you cheaters to be careful. Except except the men. <laughs> y'all can y'all get, get exposed. Y'all better get caught. Nah, okay. okay. Bro, caught. here's the here's the thing. Here's the thing. I, I don't know if I told my friend Nicole about this, but you know how these programs are written by white men? Mm-hmm. It'll take all the white men's jobs, but it will never be able to mimic a woman of color. So the women will be women will be able to outsmart AI built by white men. Didn't they say Shakira found out that uh, PK was cheating off of a jelly jar because he never eats jelly and her jelly was eaten out yeah, of? Yeah, like no one in her family in her household ate her jam, and she's like, "I know, I know, a woman's eating that jam." She knows. <laughs> she knows. She knows. Dude, that's a woman in STEM right there. <laughs> like, that's a woman in forensic sciences right Honestly, there. Honestly, <laughs> though. care um, for criminal justice. For real. 
But anyways, for the cheaters out there. Finally, she gets to the name. Just know that chat GPT-0 exists, and basically what it does is detect text written by AI. So it will snitch on you if your text is written by AI. This is why I don't... (laughs) This is why I don't recommend wink wink. I recommend wink. No, 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 I don't recommend. Yeah, this is why I wink wink don't recommend you use copygenius.com to rephrase your AI generated text which does pass the chat GPT zero AI detection just just a little fun fact this reminds me of I don't know if any of our listeners watch this but there's this uh youtuber his name is Luisito Comunica and he always at the end of his videos or like throughout his videos he has this uh little series called Dato Perturbador what? Yeah. And I don't know why, but you saying that fact, it was like, un dato perturbador. <laughs> you can use this app to finesse your teachers. Yeah, honestly, <laughs> it's hard enough being a student out there. And being, and being a student does not guarantee you a job. I was about to say that you literally took that out of my tongue. Are you AI or what? No, I'm just living it. <laughs> Listen, I am all for, like, you know, being creatively original. But if you got to do what you got to do, you got to do what you got to do. I mean, sometimes it's hard when you have a blank sheet and you have so many other things taking up space in your mind. Mm -hmm. It's nice to just have a base because then with that, you kind of start building that momentum in your words to start flowing. All right. I think we've talked enough about stuff programmed by white men. Do you have any closing remarks before we conclude? I mean, I would just say, like, everything in life, use it in moderation. Definitely, I do encourage people to use these new technologies because it's all about working smarter, not harder. And to quote one of my favorite white men of all history, everything in moderation, including moderation. Anyways, this was today's episode. Make sure to like our Instagram page and to check out our next episode that will be coming up in two weeks. Ciao, besitos. Adios.